This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Cast episode 638, where we're talking geeky things from the Pittsburgh area. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And with me first from Studio C in the great D of D Dormont, Pennsylvania, it is John Chichilla. It's been a few weeks. Yeah, and I'm since not from Dormont. We got and 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 I got more of your K's. I don't have all four K's of your camera. But we did upgrade the Zoom computer, and you do look a little clearer. A little clearer? I think, I think so. my, my internet woes have... Internet, I don't know. They, no, trust me. I think, it was a, I think it was this Gen 1 i7 that we had you running off of over here. So um, we got, we got a little, something, at least a couple generations uh, uh, moved on that'll get you in here. So Also with us from Studio Duds, the Dudders is with <laughs> us. Uh, hello, friends. Hello. Hello. Getting like ready. My new friend. Getting ready mm-hmm. to to go to Cheeseland with me tomorrow. <laughs> Cheeseylvania. Cheeseylvania. Is that was that's Wisconsin's other name? I'm sure yeah. we'll have plenty. I don't know what we're gonna find awesome in in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So I, I'm just looking to survive at this point because it's Baja and and it's gonna be cold and we'll we'll see how this goes. We'll act. We've never. Have you ever done a cold Baja? I've definitely done a cold. I've done a cold formula. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's yeah. I'm I'm familiar with this thing. It is not pleasant. So, welcome Yay! to it. Wait, is this going to be your first unpleasant Baja? Is that what's happening? <laughs> oh man, unpleasant Baja. Yeah, yeah. Um, Name of the show done. Yeah, there you go. And then we all also have with us from the Sorgatron Media Network our friends from a gay and his envy. It is. Eamon. Hello. And Merlin. Hello. 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 Awesome people. Hello. Awesome casters. You got, of course, you guys, uh, the newest, the newest addition to the Sorgatron Media family here. Um, uh, you guys record right here in the studio. Uh, real quick before we get into the details, what is the podcast about? Yeah. So the podcast, like gay and his NB, um, I mean, title speaks for itself. Uh, me, me being gay, uh, Merlin in, in the NB spectrum. Um, but we love to talk about particularly reality television and anything in that sort of uh, realm that deals with uh, or that is fo- um, popular among the gay and MB communities, you could say. Um, we had just finished the most recent season of Drag Race, for example. Uh, we talk a lot about Real Housewives and anything in the Bravo universe uh, in that regard. Um, pl- uh, Survivor we're talking about now. Plenty of stuff. Plenty of fun things. Also, any movie that we just find sufficiently gay or sufficiently uh, uh, <laughs> gay adjacent. Uh, we talked about Megan when it mm-hmm. first came I out. I remember that, yeah. Um, we did a review of the recent uh, uh, Power Rangers movie on Netflix. That was really great. Um, uh, we'll be doing a review of Barbie when that comes out. Uh, you can guarantee we will be watching that one in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, so so look out for that when that comes out. Can't wait to see Mermaid John Cena. Uh, so <laughs> And of course, you guys are, 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 are on the uh, uh, technology and wrestling spectrum with us as well. So that's why we've been... You guys have been doing the tour of the shows lately. So. Love, it, love it. Everything from the Sorgatron Media family of podcasts. There you go. There you go. 
Um, oh, and you were also on Fishing Without Bait. You did do yes. the complete tour of the shows. <laughs> this completes it. You just, Full circle. There you go. You get you get a you get a, 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 a one show free now. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you're, you filled your card. Well, guys, this is the Awesome Cast. You can check out everything at awesomecast.com. You can email us at awesomecast at sorgershawmedia.com. And uh, of course, we're on the Twitter at awesomecast. And we have a great uh, Facebook group. A lot of stories are posted throughout the week from all of us here and uh, you guys out there. And also, uh, you can follow Awesome Awesomecast on a Discord that's linked over at awesomecast.com. And uh, we do have a Reddit page as well if you want to start. Uh, uh, stirring it up over there. Please subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app. And of course, video versions, uh, we do broadcast here for the most part every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time on the Facebook Live, on YouTube, and on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page. And uh, of course, there is a master feed where you can get all of these shows we just mentioned, including our friends here uh, from A Gay and His Envy. Um, I feel like I'm not saying that right. I've no, been, no, en- that's envy, correct. Envy, I'm throwing it together. I've, but uh, every E N B Y. Yes, yeah. yes. Envy, envy, as in in between. Ah. Um, see, I am, I'm learning things. Um, every, uh, I said that part, but also thanks to our friends at postindustrial.com. Forgive me. I'm coming off a stubbing bucket. So my head's a little spinning right now. Uh, so thank you to our audio partners at postindustrial.com and our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash awesome cast. Our friends, the executive producer level, Brian Crawford at the coffee club level, Matt Weller and Cindy, Cindy Klosky. And at the fan of show level, Michael Fedor, professor buzzkill and Dave prof pod partner, clipper of all things sword related. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> so you guys support the show too at patreon.com slash awesome cast. We got so many awesome things of the week. Jeez. Um, let's start with, uh, let's get gadgety first. Um, and Katie has a little bit of show and tell here. I understand. I'm so excited. Um, I travel with Sorg, take photos of things. Um, I've previously been shooting with a Nikon D3300, uh, which is a digital SLR, um, but had it for a long time, took very good care of it, so it still treats me well, but it was time for an upgrade. And today I went and got a new camera, and I'm so excited, I can't even tell you. Um, this is my new Nikon. It is a, the, I don't want to forget what it's called, Z6 II. Uh, it's a mirrorless camera. It's a touchscreen. It's phenomenal. I'm so, I can't even tell you like how excited I am. Uh, previous, like the dirt, my D3300 had only a handful of focal points. This has a bunch. And so like instantly focusing on anything that goes by. I played with this a little bit in um, the store before I took it home. Uh, just so, so cool. Uh, shoots, shoots in 4K, like, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, thirty, it goes up to thirty frames per second, but like four K ultra. Um, I'm gonna be doing your B roll in the complete, almost complete darkness, and have no problem grabbing stuff. Like this, that was the big thing for me. Was like I'm running into situations where I'm in an awkward tent and it's bright outside and it's dark under the tent, or yeah. we're in yeah. a conference room, the god awful lighting, or we were in low light restaurants you know shooting banquets and i was running into that that's where i was getting the most hold up as far as like my camera went and then this this is just like essentially it could be candlelit in there and it's gonna look like daylight like that is how good this camera is i cannot wait you all have to come play with it at some point um but i did buy the the bundle i did get the uh, it's a and i came with a lens a 24 to 70 millimeter which is pretty cool um Got the extra battery, got all this. Um, something that was, I, I went to Bernie's photo, which is up on the north side of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to go. I 
anywhere and buy a camera. Like you go Best Buy or whatever. But I really needed to talk to somebody and feel confident talking to somebody and going, here's what I'm shooting because I'm shooting some very odd things. Like it's not everyday things. I'm, you know, Baja cars, go. <laughs> but like, I'm still so shooting these unusual things and I needed somebody to talk to you to like, here's the issue I'm running into. How do we correct this? And I had previously been looking at a Sony A7 um, that I was a mirrorless that I really liked. And I explained that when I went in there and he was like, Bruce, my new best friend, um, was like, I got you. And he pulled out this Nikon because I, I brought my camera and I brought my lenses and he's like, you know what? He's like, you're, you're going to love this. It's going to be such an upgrade for you. And then he introduced me to this FTZ two and like all of my lenses, my Tamron lenses will work with this camera. Nice. So, yeah, which so was, you can still use Gary. The only problem is, is like this is since it's mirrorless, it's a full frame as opposed to like this little bit more cropped frame. Um, so Gary still works, but he's a manual as opposed to an autofocus, which no big deal because the plan was to use my D thirty three hundred with Gary on a tripod, anyways, to keep you know things at a distance, things in the sky. And we how many times I've talked to you where I was like, I need a second camera to grab things up close while Gary's doing his thing out there. Um, um, Gary is the name of the, of the long lens, by the way. I love that. that. I like. Where did you explain who Gary was? It just. Kept I off. think everybody was picking that up. It was just. <laughs> yeah, oh, Gary. I was following along. Good, good. So, like Bruce was like even referring there, to Gary, Gary in as action Gary. right there. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, but he he would explain that you know Gary's still going to work, but it's going to be a manual. But your other lenses are going to function like your regular lenses. So I didn't have to like I full expected to be shelling out five thousand plus dollars for everything i was going to need to make the transition to mirrorless and because i was able to use this little doodad um and keep using the same lenses i had before like i walked i think it was like three thousand dollars total after taxes taxes extra battery um a much better memory card because this thing is so much faster and the megapixels are so much higher um that like in the screen protect the um i'm sorry the lens protector um, I, so I, I'm, I'm incredibly excited to try this out and I definitely feel good about my purchase. And like I said, incredibly grateful for Bruce over there. Like, I think this camera's name is going to be Bruce. That's how much I appreciate <laughs> his help. Homage, the homage naming. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. So what was that model again That's for fun. people ch- uh, tuning in? It's a Z6 II. And, um, the little guy is the FTZ too and it's you know a little like a a hundred bucks a little over a hundred bucks i think it was and like i said i'm able to use my lenses and i'm so we're gonna have so much fun with this camera while we're out there because i'm just gonna be shooting everything fantastic (laughs) well uh so we're gonna have a hands-on review in about a week uh in the field after four days on baja uh, uh two static and two dynamic so that'll be a lot a lot of fun so um, unfortunately I think it's going to be muddy. So, uh, we'll, well this one's actually better for, um, not that it's weather, weatherproof. Like I don't want to be like, it's weatherproof, no. but it's much more protected against the elements because as the newer cameras, that was one of the things that people were asking about is like, you know, these older DSLRs are like very, you have to protect them when they're out in the yeah. elements. And yeah. this one, it's like, not that I'm not going to take care of it, but like, that's, that's nicer that's... to me. Like there's less likely like to get things in here because you know how like paranoid i am with yep. changing out my lenses yep uh, when we're out in the field and i think there's been a few be- no don't hold it that way <laughs> 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 when, you, when she hands me things out there so 
there's just dust everywhere. No. There is. There's but dust yeah. everywhere. It's almost impossible not to get. That's why I have just like that work hurts. I got a Panasonic. I think it's a DVX 200. And it's just like a full body camera, not like with the lenses and everything. Because like I, I want less crevices for stuff to get in there. And I want something that's going to be just be able to kind of take a beating out there. So um, that's great. All right. Let's keep it on the gadget line. Chilla, you're looking at yet another gaming handheld. I know you, you're usually keeping an eye on these. It, the, yeah, and the, this one was pretty cool. And what caught my eye, um, Asus is releasing their Steam Deck competitor. I think it's going to be announced here in the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and who doesn't like, you know, RGB LEDs on their gaming handheld? Mm. Which that caught my eye, too. Um, under the thumbsticks, I think it looks like there's going to be RGBs. But um, their, their device comes in $50 more than the Valve Steam Deck. Um, so it's going to sell for about 700 bucks for the baseline. Um, the interesting thing to me was that not only is it going to run windows, but the, their version, the ROG, I'm guessing it's the alley, A L L Y, um, is targeting a higher 1080p resolution and 120 Hertz refresh rate. Um, the other thing that was super interesting to me was they run windows. Um, I think right before the show, we were talking about other devices. Yeah, and it's not too difficult to install Windows on the Steam Deck. In fact, you can install it, I think, on an SD card if you want to. Um, what it does offer is if you're running Windows and you have enough power, you can then run some of the emulators that are only available um, for Windows devices like the Xbox, the original OG Xbox emulators. Mm-hmm which to me are kind of fun because there's a lot of good single player games out there. Mm-hmm. And in most of my devices, I'm interested in, Hey, how far can I go without internet? Cause if you're on a plane or somewhere with very bad bandwidth, you're not going to be able to do all the fun streaming games yep. off of Xbox. Yep. I think it's good to have those. I also think it's important to be able to not just play modern games, but do a good job with any emulation. So mm-hmm. I'm personally excited about this device. Um, I'm interested in its weight. Um, I feel like the Steam Deck is a little bulky in the hands. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of space that could have been granted to the screen. But I will say overall, I do like the Stream Deck. I've actually been replaying. They had a really good deal on Spider-Man and Miles Morales. And mm-hmm. the game totally holds up on that device. So... Um, and it, and I'm super impressed that more and more I see games that weren't necessarily labeled as, you know, great for Steam Deck. People are coming out with um, the mappings for the the controllers, and it's just the, the games run extremely well. So keep an eye on this one, though. I'm interested to see how far they can go with it. I'm also interested to see what the battery life's like on this, because I actually... For a long plane ride, I had to take an external battery for the uh, Steam Deck. Nice. Nice. Uh, so, again, that's the Asus Rogue ROG uh, Alley. Uh, and uh, it's not officially announced. A lot of this was from leakers. Uh, but there's an event apparently coming up on May 11th to keep an out for from uh, <clears throat> Asus. And Asus and does, you'll, a lot, does a lot of good you'll, devices. Yeah, you'll see a lot of their ROG devices. That's Republic of Gamers. Mm. So they're they're devices that are specifically aimed that's, at the gamer that's population. That's their gaming brand. Okay. Yep. All right. We got some TV news. 
Uh, Eamon, Merlin, which one of you guys want to go first? You go ahead and take this? Uh, I guess I'll go first since sure. it's kind of related to, you know, um, classic gaming a little bit. Um, a quote-unquote classic. It's from the 90s. Um, <laughs> it's so a the, classic. It is. It's from my childhood, you know. Yeah. Um, so the uh, teaser trailer dropped a couple days ago for the new Twisted Metal series from uh, Peacock. Um, which is really exciting. Um, we've got uh, uh, Anthony Mackie there playing um, um, uh, John Doe, who drives uh, Roadkill. Um, but the kind of thing that ties back into wrestling, which I thought was really cool, is that uh, Samoa Joe will be playing uh, Needles, who drives uh, Sweet Tooth, uh, at least the body. He is going to be voiced by Will Arnett. Oh, okay. But uh, who you will see on screen is Samoa Joe. So that that's pretty but cool. But voiced by Will Arnett. Yeah. <laughs> that's a combo. Okay. It's, it's a clown. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. It makes it, I don't know that Samoa that. Joe could do the high pitched crazy that you need for a clown. I don't, I don't know. He's very versatile. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, that, that'll be fun. Uh, so no, I was looking forward to that. So that's, uh, that's going to be on Peacock and it's Twisted Metal. Coming out in July, I think. And it looks less weird. I don't know why I came up on YouTube today. I rewatched the uh, trailer for the Gran Turismo movie, mm. which is basically Last Starfighter, but with racing. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's literally like, you're playing Gran Turismo on PlayStation, and we're going to find our next, next great racer, and the guy from Stranger Things is going to coach them. <laughs> Are you still with me? <laughs> Are you still with me? <laughs> Twisted Metal was on PlayStation, wasn't yep. it? Yes. Back in the nineties, yes. wasn't it, was it just OG. like a demolition? Was there a storyline to it? There was, was actually, but it was. Okay. It's kind of like with any of your, like your any of your arcade fighter games. There's a story, but it's small. By the way, I'm loving. <laughs> I'm also loving that every recommended video after this trailer is Shark Tank. Uh, oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, this just seems so appropriate here. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, it, well, here, and, and Chilla, if you're, if ever, as ever, listeners to our other show knows, there was also a twisted metal. Well, actually, there were a lot of twisted metal kind of takeoffs in that era, weren't there? Mm-hmm. But more especially, the one we're interested in is WWE Crush Hour, uh, which was pro wrestlers in the cars. <laughs> when are they going to make that remake? Uh, yeah, where's that? Come on, 2K. Where are you at? <laughs> it's so, right there. It's right there. It's a, it was the Twisted Metal craze. Hopefully this sparks somebody in the boardroom somewhere. So, uh, Eamon, you have the other TV news. Yeah, and it's also Peacock related conveniently uh, as well. Uh, I was really excited to see uh, news uh, today that during uh, the um, IAB uh, new fronts, uh, NBC Universal uh, was putting out uh, some of the uh, advertising stuff that they're going to be doing, uh, particularly around Peacock Premium. <laughs> I also find this very convenient that this was my uh, choice based off of the Wrestling Mayhem show this past week yes. and how I railed against advertising, uh, particularly on WrestleMania. But no, I, I think this was a really exciting thing so that there's going to be, they've launched what they uh, are calling Must Shop TV, which is uh, AI-generated uh, uh, shoppable ads that they get uh, in the uh, programming uh, that you'll have on Peacock. Um, and, and this is a really exciting uh, move. They tested it out uh, at the uh, New Fronts uh, using uh, footage from uh, Top Chef, which obviously is also part of NBC Universal. And the fact that uh, by watching it was able to recognize the knife, you know, the cutting boards, the pans, and uh, giving them direct access to purchase them 
um, through there. And, and the fact that it also links through your Peacock, whatever card or, or um, um, mm. whatever you're and doing through Peacock. That's the secret. They have your payment information already. So it's conveniently oh. right there for you to, to purchase it. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking before this about how uh, Amazon has also has done similar things as well. Um, and I think it's a really great way to to weave it in a way that I think is easy, accessible, isn't as overbearing as like what I mentioned before with mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Um, and we were talking to, I mean, uh, we talk about on Games MB, obviously we talk a lot about Housewives and that I love that Peacock is utilizing this because I think a lot of their um, content and a lot of the stuff that's based or uh, that's going to be on that uh, service um, lends a lot to people wanting to purchase things like we've talked like how many times have we watched a real housewives or a bravo show and be like i love that dress or i love that um that piece of artwork in their home or something like that mm-hmm. and having the ability to sort of have quick access to that i know yeah. not just us but a lot of people in those um communities would really appreciate having that easy access um, and and let's not forget that WWE is also on Peacock. This mm-hmm. could link right back into WWE shop. Absolutely. I have a lot of t-shirts uh, that the wrestlers sell. And you're like, I want to get that t-shirt, you know, kind of thing. Like it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it, and it was interesting because we were talking, we, and I've talked about here before, like my experience with, you know, Alex Lindsay talking about this technology in like 2006 and, and, and the push button ad stuff on, on prime star in the two, in the late nineties. I, you know, really is that kind of uh, 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 the right audience, the right tech, the right, you know, that kind of yeah. goes around like that reality audience. It makes sense. The wrestling audience, it makes a lot of sense. Um, is it, did, did I see the one the one thing on here looks like it was like like there's an ad for Expedia during a soccer match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and does that mean it's clickable? Is that what they're talking about I here? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and, and it. I mean, it will be interesting the lengths it go, it'll go, and how much I think the AI will be mm-hmm. pushed by this, and seeing, I mean, obviously seeing what they can, what will be successful and what won't be in terms of of that uh, element. Um, but no, I think there's a lot of versatility that can come with it, and. and ways in which to integrate it in different ways as well. And we already have this where there's branding placement, you know, yeah. from the, you know, cereal on Seinfeld shelf to to everything else. I, I thought it was funny because we were talking about, I think a few weeks ago about, about Amazon Prime. I pulled up one of their shows because I figured, because um, I know I've seen this before, and you can't see the video since I'm I'm linked through the system, so it's like blocking the video through copyrights and right. everything. But you can see the X-ray that happens. Hold on, let me pull it up over here. You see the X-ray that's going to happen here um, when you pause on um, uh, an Amazon Prime uh, video, and you see there's like this is the this is a new sexy spy th- thing they got going on called uh, Citadel, right? New series that they have, and uh, you know you got your link there. You got your af- actors that are in the scene like we're used to. Um, bonus content, shop the store, which will go to like a whole other thing. But there's also shop the look. If you've seen the uh, ads for Citadel, and you can see them a little bit there, probably in the corner, if you're with us on video, you see the dress she's wearing. And there it is. And I can go shop that dress that she has been wearing in this thing. It's yeah, about a $2,000 dress, guys. <laughs> Obviously, certain that's markets, a, it'll man, be. Man, that's a whoo. But I can also. Uh, I'll say if you're at the very because in the peak in Peacock's case you have to have Peacock Premium for this. So at the very least, if you can afford Peacock Premium, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and also, that, I thought that was funny. You have to pay for the higher end Peacock in order to spend money with Peacock, right? 
okay, I guess so. So um, it, it, it is interesting that they're gatewaying that kind of thing. I want to pay. Do you think people would pay to purchase? Like, do you think that would be a killer feature to add the extra? Because I think it's like five to ten bucks, right? Right. Between the two things. That would be. I, I would love to see that tested in terms of like what, if people would bite on that because, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think obviously also right now with uh, streaming, like there's a lot of like I worrying me in terms of like, especially with the um, conglomerates that are sort of forming right now and like the pricing uh, yeah. changes. So it'll be it, that could be interesting to see. And NBC does have their own shopping network too don't they i believe I so, I so, so yeah. like they they have they probably have like a lot of that tied in infrastructure for something like that so i'm sure they'll get partners and things like that plus oh. it's not like the that's the only thing you get with like peacock premium oh, no. you also get less ad like yes. actual yes. ads that you have to deal with so like having your ads just in the show you're you're watching is easier i guess mm. uh katie um as somebody who who uh, uh lived through uh advertising mania gate uh, <laughs> how, how are you feeling about this are you gonna shop the look <laughs> I, I i i do love this because like there are times where i'm like that's really cool i like this and this when i'm watching something or even like like i i don't know like could you imagine if we had that capability be like okay, hi, this is my new camera. And you're like in the pop-up in the corner. And yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how cool would that be to like, so even if like that kind of stuff, like, I mean, I, and, there's definitely a, a huge market for. And that, anything. and that does already exist a little bit. And you like, we could, if we had the infrastructure here, I could sit down with these YouTube videos and put a link that pops up on the YouTube video while you're showing off the camera with an Amazon mm-hmm. link. Like that is absolutely something that we could do. It's I, just not AI well, generated. Actually, Actually, I think that's something we used to be able to do, and I don't know if we can. I think they might have deprecated. I don't think. That. Yeah, I thought they got I, they, rid they, they, of some of yeah, those the pop ups went away, didn't they? Huh? Because they even got rid of some of the stuff at the end where you could do a bunch of menuing on the end, mm-hmm. couldn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's still there. That it's still there, but maybe yeah. it's not like it used to be. But there's still like a featured video, next video kind of option mm-hmm. that pops up there. So um, I don't know. So. But uh, yeah, I love what I love what AI is doing. I'm not gonna lie, I love what AI is capable of and how people are utilizing it. Especially like this, I think this is super cool. But to me, where where it's way more beneficial is Dutters is talking about the camera. She gave the make and model, right? I can go Google that and I can I can figure that out. Yeah. If I want the Grogu that's sitting next to her, Mm -hmm. that's to me where (laughs) where like where the power comes in. It's this. It's the nuance things in the background that, that maybe not everyone picks up on but it's like oh how is, do i find that thing which is funny because you're, you're fuzzy background tonight but you have a collection of game controllers over your shoulder yeah. there we could be doing the same thing with exactly so um there it is there they go and <laughs> I, I i now have iron man hangs from the wall hey look say. at that guy He's, he's looking Ooh, at where you. Where can he I get the Mjolnir lamp? That's cool. It's actually a Sensi. So it's a wax <gasps> melt. What? Ooh. That's kind of cool. That's awesome. Um, and Add I, to I forgot to turn it off today. <laughs> is that IMAX? Very hot. Is IMAX still on an arm? Yeah, it is. I don't. I never pulled out because it doesn't work. Like it, oh, yeah, don't, 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 the, don't, the don't mat, it, 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 it the works, but it's like there's not a lot of room. Well, my thing is, like I said, I was a little bit under the weather over the weekend. Had a little bit of a stomach bug that's been uh, attacking our house lately. Uh, so 
I took the time and I was like, I like to put on something comfortable, right? <laughs> something something I've watched a hundred times and there's a lot of times, you know, it's usually a Marvel movie or the Ninja Turtles movie from the 90s uh, or the original Transformers 1986 movie. Um, so, but this time I was clicking through and I've seen these pop up a couple of times and like, hey, wait a minute. Hasbro Pulse, uh, Hasbro's uh, general uh, YouTube channel, I suppose. And I was sad that they only did it with this because I kind of want to watch G.I. Joe because I never watched like the full run of G.I. Joe's. But they have the entire four seasons of the original Transformers 80s cartoon all there for you to watch. I blew through an entire season <laughs> and I just got finished watching Dinobot Island and I think one of these was on when you guys walked in when I was dozed off on the couch, right? Yep. Uh, so all the way through, and e they even have the, I don't think I've ever seen season four, <laughs> the rebirth. So, because I don't think that made a lot of rounds back in the day after the uh, return to Optimus Prime. But that's all there on the Hasbro Pulse. It's 98. Is that right? 98 episodes. I will caution you, though, because this was driving me nuts. And I thought it was just my sick, sick head just getting really confused but um these are not in the order of continuity and i uh, looked these were not these are these are in order of release not continuity so when skyfire shows up to save the day and then they find him frozen in the ice like three episodes later <laughs> because they just discovered him after a million years just kind of roll with it okay <laughs> you were probably confused back in the day too um so why would they release it out of order this is this is a common practice especially in syndication apparently mm. um I, I think there was there was a lot of issues like this with programs um where they would release out of order or even if it was something on primetime or saturday morning um they would just I, it, basically i think when they distributed it, nobody gave a crap because it was a toy cartoon <laughs> so they you know so it just led to that you, you gotta think this is something that got distributed to like how many television stations to be able to see because this was a this is a weekday afternoon, at least for me, weekday afternoon cartoon, um, daily, five days a week um, syndication kind of situation. So, uh, yeah, those get a little funky. And if you look at the Wikipedia page, I'm like, that's where you look at look at episode order, release date, uh, uh, actual actual order. <laughs> and that's where it's like, oh, wait, this is episode da 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 da. So, um, no, it's pretty good. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, that's as good as an eighties cartoon can get. Um, but, <laughs> but so stellar, like but, yeah, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Um, um, getting right off the bus in time to watch, uh, Optimus prime, some good, good Peter Cullen and, uh, Frank Welker for your ears and, and oh my God, Dinobots, Dinobots everywhere. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Good yes. Dinobot, I, I SOS Dinobots and Dinobot Island Part One and Two are uh, are definitely the highlights so far. So, um, and also, I think Cybertron just became orbited in, in in Earth for basically the duration after like six episodes. I I don't know if I'm I I don't know if I'm right about this. I was trying to Google how far away is Cybertron for Earth. <laughs> so, but they just got like they're using a space bridge, and then they're just like showing up and it was like okay i guess i guess i guess it got a lot easier so um I, I just just some of the some of the science just does not does not work there's a 
uh, they put a floppy disk out of a computer of a supercomputer, <laughs> and my wife laughed. I uh, just like, <laughs> I'm like, yep. <laughs> so, look, we flew to the moon on that level of computing, like less than that level of computing. And, so, I mean, and also like, every why don't why don't why don't why does Spike and 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 uh, uh, oh my god, what's his name, um, Spark Plug. Uh, take off the damn hard hat and yellow boots after the first episode. We're not working on that damn tanker anymore. Because uh, how else are you going to recognize him? There's exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's just, I mean, there's a lot of representation of of uh day of of workers in this because they're always they're always invading power plants because they're always looking for energy. <laughs> I guess. Um, they introduce a kid, a super smart kid in a wheelchair named Chip after like four episodes. And I don't remember this kid at all. And <laughs> he's there and he's always there. And it's like, and why are you taking these kids with you when you're fighting Megatron? You assholes. Um, but you learn a lot about that. And, uh, and I don't know why, why did you just let Megatron just fly away? I don't, I don't get it. Anyways, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of fun to revisit that stuff. So we'll see if I uh, if I, I I roll with this and roll back into Beast Wars. I'm afraid to watch Beast Wars again. Katie, did you see the new trailer for the Rise of the Beast? Didn't you send it to me? I think I, I sent like it you... to you. Yeah. Freaking Unicron. <laughs> Freaking Unicron. Anyways, I'm glad it's this Unicron and not whatever abomination. The Michael Bay one was going to be. Guys, go check out our friends at Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Beachview, Carnegie, East End, and the North Hills. Yinzer made New York City style. I said that backwards, but that's okay. They're still delicious. Sliceonbroadway.com. Go support our friends over there. Uh, Amen. I will not bury you in ads this week. No, that's uh, not. So- <laughs> We did a bit where I throw up every ad in front of his face. I always watch it. I was talking about WrestleMania last week. Go check out the Mayhem Show Twitter for that clip. Um, and did, I hope we tagged Slice in that one too. Um, but anyways, so let's get into the rest of the stories here. Uh, what is going on? What do you guys want to kick hit hit up here? Ooh, let's talk about this life-size Gundam challenges visitors to a rock, paper, scissors tournament. <laughs> That's a great way to start. Yes. I love it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we've seen this life-size Gundam in the news before, right? And apparently, um, this is this at the Gundam factory in Yokohama, Japan. Also, there's a factory. Okay. Uh, they're inviting um, visitors to participate in rock, paper, scissors, according to uh, Kotaku. Um it, it, they're, okay, they're, they're, they're invited the visitors to participate in Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament with the robot on May 5th. Guys, we need to get out there. <laughs> um, they delayed it because of COVID-19 restrictions. So this could have happened already. But uh, yeah, they're displaying the new massive moving Gundam style that can play for our... This thing... Hold on, let me see how big this, 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 this thing is. Sorry, I am not well-versed with Gundam uh, to know how big these things actually are. I'm more of a Transformers mark over here um it doesn't say how tall he is does it probably in that japanese part i'm looking at is that like <laughs> four stories tall something like that Here, let me let me take a look at the pictures well here's some people by its head let's see what that looks like for for scale for scale yeah here's some people for scale um there i've seen these pictures oh yeah oh yeah 
Um, and there, there he is up there. And yeah, he's gonna move. And he's gonna there's, actually there's a person to scale up there. Yeah, this is pretty big. This is the size I would think a transformer would be. Um, that has to. I mean, that would be the most intimidating rock paper scissors. But it has possible. to be able to turn into a Mack truck if it's that big. <laughs> You would hope, right? No, the Gundams didn't transform, did they? They were just no, no, no. I'm saying if Transformers were that big, how are you going to get it down to the size of a Mack truck? Oh, there's some. Si- there, by the way, there's also some sizing issues. We're like, why? How did this Transformer fit inside this other Transformer to carry them away? <laughs> I don't understand this at all. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, no, no. I could, I could see that turning into one of those trucks. Actually, when you look at it, if you think about the sizing a little bit. And, you know, folding techniques. Listen. Yeah, that's like six stories tall. Yeah, it's like six stories tall. Probably like a bigger one, right? Listen, if this guy, I don't know. I don't know. They're so complicated. And they fold under. I got an Optimus Prime here that I still haven't figured out. And and he can dance, but he can't turn into a truck yet. Because uh, I haven't I haven't sorted that out yet. Wait, um, hold that up next to your head. Because that's about the same size and relativity as those people were to the head <laughs> of that Gundam. So, I'm the Gundam. And this is the person on the thing. Actually, no, you're you're cor- you're completely correct. That's the ultimate reverse Uno card. And <laughs> <laughs> guess who's the big dog now? <laughs> I don't understand how rock paper scissors tournaments work when they're battle royale rules. So it's gonna play. Listen, I said battle royale. I think means something else in Japan, right? So they're going to play with a crowd of visitors challenging the robot all at once. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very um, uh, squid game at that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just start knocking well, them I was, out. Sorry. I was thinking battle Royale was, I think like was the hunger games like inspiration. Uh-huh. So that, that's what was coming off my head. But like no, it, but so, uh, so I three think people in the crowd pick rock, paper and scissors. One of them is going to beat the Gundam. And then how yeah, does it no, keep no. going? I think it's an elimination. So, so, the, the, the Gundam, Gundam picks rock. Wins. Everybody that picks uh, what what beats what beats scissors, paper. right? No, what? No, 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 no. Paper, paper no, no. covers no. rock. Who who is so he so the Gundam gets rock, right? Who who does he beat? He would scissors. Then scissors. scissors. So everybody that was scissors. scissors gets eliminated. But what about if someone? What about the people that I think paper? I think this is a one versus many kind of situation. I guess everyone, but but, but, but ev- the the Gundam's invincible. Yes, <laughs> there's that. Because he's a freaking gun. Listen, this is you. <laughs> this is Gundam playing rock, paper, scissors. Look, and this one, and this one can only do rock for some reason. Okay, because <laughs> he needs to hold things. But but I'm saying like. Also, rock paper scissors is pretty quick. Like it's a very like quick motion. It's I don't. Like a, I don't think the Gundam's going to be quick. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, what think I'm saying. I think you're going to have time to think about your answer what? a little bit. Then <laughs> 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 it really quickly like switches over. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and then it gets frustrated <laughs> and just plays rocket launcher. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic! So that is a real thing, and of course, Japan. Um, now they just need a big life-size Ultraman to play rock, paper, scissors with the life-size Gundam, right? <laughs> like, yes, please. Who's with me? <laughs> Come on, Japan. Get on it. Hey, here's another gaming one for, uh, we, I know we got a couple Nintendo switchers here, uh, on the zooms. Um, this, this came up. 
uh, on my TikToks, and this was kind of for uh, streamers and um, for um, tournament operators for the most part. But it's a Nintendo uh, Switch dock that adds a bunch of ports for you. It's about $130, I think they're pre-ordering it for right now. It has GameCube ports. It has three HDMI outs, a USB. Um, again, it's for like that kind of multi-out for streaming and stuff like that. You know, like you'd have to buy a bunch of these parts separate uh, in order to do a lot of this kind of stuff. Ethernet port built in. Um, I thought, I don't know, I thought I, I needed to throw that uh, at least your way, Chilla, because uh, I'm sure you would have some kind of use for this. And they're actually doing kind of a fun thing where if you pre-order it or do a, the, for, for tournament people, if you hit them with an email, they, they'll give you some bulk pricing on it. Um, and they, they're doing these um, uh, kind of glow up uh, uh, nameplate things on there. And I love I love the snap in there. It looks like a, a Nintendo. Oh, a yeah, Super, that looks a cool. new Super Nintendo button. That's <laughs> so perfect. That, that snaps it in there. Um, again, this is going to be a third party kind of thing. So it's kind of a, a you know, you're, you're kind of taking a little bit of because, uh, uh, you know, it's not going to be officially licensed or anything like that. But again, I think, you know, these sound like these are people that are they're doing these on a pretty regular basis. So. Um, I don't know, Chilla. What do you think about that? That's a lot of ports it's, there. It's a, that's a lot of ports, but you know, it's interesting. I wish they would have somehow made the other side of the dock, mm. like where it could be extended or it could like something. Because and here's why: the switch is just USB C, right? So they're making the magic happen off of like a USB-C dock. Mm-hmm. Like, why couldn't they have made the other side of the dock either flat so you could put a bigger device on it? Because they, they did a really nice job, right, of making it look form-fitting and everything. But the moment Nintendo adds, you know, a quarter inch to the, to the height of the device, you're kind of stuck. Okay, I, but, I, I see. But so, my other, but my other theory would be, you could have used this for the Switch. You could have used this for Steam Deck. You could have used this for pretty much anything that's USB C. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I hope they think that through. On it's super cool, and I'm interested, like, how the three HDMI ports work, because to your point earlier, if it's most of the stuff that I've seen on Switch, I haven't had a problem streaming. Um, but if it does have the, what is it, the HDCP copy protection? Like, mm-hmm. I wonder how those three ports work. Like it's, yeah. I, I'm guessing it's just all the same feed, right? It's the same feed. So so in the example they're showing in the video, and unfortunately my setup right now is not going to do... Oh, by the way, there's a Super Nintendo for scale on the background so <laughs> for some reason. Um, and, and this is, and again, this is the uh, uh, Gaming Edge Striker dock at GamingEdge.gg. Um, I wonder what country that is. Um, but it, yeah, it, it's it's this is specifically to solve a problem. Again, it's got GameCube ports in it. Um, so specifically to solve that problem with Nintendo switches uh, as they are now, you know, and, and, you know, for tournament people looking to do smash brothers and other things, you know, you know, Mario Kart tournaments and things like that. Like this is a very specific thing. It's not meant to, they don't want to support probably anything else like that. Um, so I can see that that being it. 
Um, and it, it feels like they kind of brought together because it sounds like it sounds like most of these things exist as separate items, and they just brought them into one dock. So I don't know. I, that was a pretty cool uh, little thing there. So and again, very specified. Maybe not for you to have in your home unless you're doing. And I don't know if you want to even stream Nintendo games right now with how things are going with copyrights. Mm. So with Nintendo, because Nintendo. Every time I hear a story about Nintendo and how they're taking down like co- copyrights of things on Twitch, like I I pull back from wanting to get a Nintendo Switch. You know, I'm always like, ah, maybe it's the time to get one. I hear something like that. I'm like, come on, Nintendo, come on. You know, so that's that's been that. Gamer Edge Striker Doc, if you want to investigate that, gameredge.gg. Maybe some of you streamers out there might have um, uh, some good use for that. So, Merlin, you got a new game you're playing. Well, I haven't got it yet. You're well, getting, I have got it. You ha- you've got a game on the way. Yes. Now, because it just came out for the platform that you that you were anticipating. Yeah. So, um, Hogwarts Legacy is finally coming to the last gen consoles. Um, like we had a PS5, but I also had a gift card to the Xbox Store, and I was like, "That's fifty dollars. I don't have to spend." There you go. So <laughs> I waited uh, longer than anticipated, to be honest. Um, but we're finally getting it this Friday on the 5th, so I will be holed up all weekend, uh, finally getting to explore Hogwarts after um, being obsessed with this IP since 98 when it came out. <laughs> so, yeah. Is this a, is this a multi-on? Is it just an no, RPG? No, it's, it's just an RPG. Okay. Um, a lot of people have wanted an MMO mm-hmm. um, from the from harry potter but um i don't know if we're quite there yet this this game was a good foray into the rpg and i think um if this one does well then maybe one of the sequels will because they're working on a sequel i think right now Mm -hmm. um because of the game it looks gorgeous Mm -hmm. and um they've worked a lot of the the obviously bugs out from the beginning but uh this this looks great um, the story looks compelling. Um, gameplay looks really great. Um, so I, I'm really excited about it, but they're looking, I know that a lot of people want an MMO. Um, so if they're smart, they'll lean into that direction now that they know kind of how the RPG side of that works. Mm-hmm. They can kind of now expand that platform. And this is a series that's not been without video games, probably in varying successes. And and I know we had the Niantic backed Pokemon Go style uh, um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Harry Potter game that, I, that which didn't last. No. Um, but it was really confusing when I know I dropped into it. It was it, it was complicated. It was complicated. I liked it. I had fun with it. But Chilla loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Chilla loves complicated. They also had the um, the there was another like prequel game from port key that was on uh mobile devices and i can't remember what it's called it's um but it takes place in like the 80s like a generation but before harry potter um so it, that one was really good and had a an rpg style um but it was purely mobile platforms it was like hogwarts mystery Ho- yes. magic oh it was the hogwarts first one mystery, I got. yeah i had two two other games to say uh so um there you go yeah i know yeah i know they've been all over portable for and a while port key is involved in this as well mm-hmm. along with avalanche so it's um and now neither one of these technically are canon mm-hmm. um 
but you know they um, have been very very careful to make sure that they fit completely within canon of the universe so mm-hmm. that if you want to consider it canon, you kind of can. You, you can still slide in between yeah. there. That's why the good it's game Canada is. Adjacent. I feel like I'm in the world. I'm not like changing the world, but the world's still running along, maybe right beside you. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So, like, I think that's the ones that kind of work that It's a pocket very, dimension. Very, a you know, pocket a... dimension. I like that term. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so. I've been watching a lot of Doctor Who lately, so very. <laughs> Oh, I saw. I showed Missy the David Tennant coming back, and I was like, "Well, we have about a doctor and a half to catch up on, so we can get to this." Yeah, I, that's uh-huh. what I'm doing because yeah. the whole Jinx Monsoon coming into the next season. Like, Jinx Monsoon is one is the winner of season five of Drag Race. Okay, uh, she is also uh, the winner of All Stars seven seven, which was all winners. Is she the new doctor? Uh, she's not the new doctor, but she is going to be quote unquote the most powerful villain he has ever come up against okay all right so and they've released all the press photos for her and she's like in this musically themed like gown that's just uh it's stunning i'm really excited fantastic Fantastic. there was uh, the old showrunner came back didn't they i was at moffat was that yeah stephen moffat okay so okay, I'm I'm in I'm in I yeah. I still enjoy like I'm I think we're like partway maybe a season or two into Capaldi last night we checked, um and and I was okay with the vibe but I still miss I miss the whimsy I'm, of those early days. I'm not a huge fan of Capaldi, but we got into I just got into the Jodie Whittaker and oh man she's good. Yeah, I, she's so mother. good. She's got vibes of Tenet with a little bit of with a little bit of Matt in there. Oh. You know it's it's good. It's Love it. good. Love it. All right. I might have to be uh, stepping back into that. I'll definitely step into that before I get back into Supernatural. I'm on like season nine. Oh, man. That's <laughs> like, where I was. And that was 10 last years year. ago. That was 10 years ago. I think I got to season nine and we like slammed through it. And I was like, I got to stop. Um, we probably were up to whenever season nine was. Uh, what else we got here? Let, what's, what's going on here? Um, Chilla, what's this other retro gaming? Thing? So I was on a late night phone call, and <laughs> we were talking about we were talking about cats and video games. Um, <laughs> and wait, 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 what? <laughs> I, I need you to connect those things a yeah. little bit more. There's I, some through threads. We all just, just learned a lot about Chilla right now. <laughs> it was it was for work, so I, I can't necessarily. It was talk for about work. What you can't what? necessarily talk about like what they're the, doing research the, on cats and video at big games. bank international you're on a late hold on at big bank international you're on a late night call about cats and video games no 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 we were on a late night call and we were waiting for something and like it was like i'm one of those people where i'm just gonna talk because i'm interested in what other people are interested in okay. and i'm like i try to learn about people that i don't necessarily always interact with okay okay um, you got me now and, you got me now and now we were you know someone started talking about their cat and then we were talking about you know our pets and then i knew the one guy like rebuilt old video game cabinets and pinball machines and that kind of stuff and i'm like hey what have you been up to and i said i just you know i just got a steam deck and i started modding it and he goes well have you seen arcade punks um, and Arcade Punks is this website, and um, Big Bank International and Sorgatron Media does not condone um, copyright infringements. But this website has like all these 
downloadable pre-built ROMs for Raspberry Pis. <gasps> and they sell video game cabinetry either pre-built or in pieces that you can then build yourself. Ooh. Oh. And then they make these collections that you can, like I said, download. But they'll be like Coin Ops Forgotten Universe and it's all Sega Game Gear or it's all Nintendo Nintendo GameCube or it's all N64. Um, and then they do like like the best of Forgotten. It's just a super cool website to get you thinking about what you may want to play retro-wise. But then they have like all these pieces of hardware that you can also buy from them to do like the vertical like the like the old school vertical games mm-hmm. um and they, they sell like whole kits and like i said you can buy them kind of pre-built but you can also if you wanted to totally customize it build it yourself um they also um sell like have you ever seen the arcade one-up countercades yeah they sell like mod kits for that um Ooh, or they'll yeah. show you how to mod it um, okay so I don't I was just super cool website. Check it out if you get a chance. It's arcade punks, just like it would what you would think, dot com. They have a Twitter. Um I'm super interested in like, oh I could go either get like the countertop top arcade, um, which isn't overly, overly expensive for what you're getting, or you could build your own full upright arcade. So Check it out. I found it super interesting, and they have all kinds of, of various mods and whatnot. Hold on, I'm signing up. Story's <laughs> <laughs> like done and hold done. On, hold on, I'm up. Hold on, I gotta make a password. Um, what? What? Uh, yeah. Um, no, you the um the Raspberry downloads, the Raspberry Pi downloads have are. are well, and, and that's what we were talking about too. Was like it's hard. It's hard to find a Raspberry Pi, or they're super expensive now. Mm-hmm. And what what got us going was I was trying to get the ROM to load. I have NFL Blitz for the <laughs> Super Nintendo. No, that's was? not right. N sixty four has to be N sixty four. Probably N sixty four, yeah. So I have Blitz, but I wanted the actual arcade version. Yeah. Like for Mame. Yes. And I couldn't like the Mame stuff. Like it's almost like every game has its like little nuance to get it to work. Um, and he was actually helping me with that on the phone while we were waiting for some stuff to happen. So, uh, speaking of NFL Blitz, Katie, do you remember our our interaction with uh, uh, NFL Blitz a few weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, the arcade. It was like the <laughs> loudest arcade. machine out of yeah. everybody there. Like in their minds. Yeah, it's I I swear those guys had no never seen NFL Blitz before. <laughs> was this at was this Cider, at Cider Cade? Cade? It was at Cider Cade. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. So they've been down in some cider. Playing so weird. This is when we I were. Cider this is when we were feverishly uh, trying to roll through the Ninja Turtles machine. So when we're just like, why are they so loud over there in the next <laughs> aisle? And we're like, it's like freaking. What was it like? It was it was it the original NFL Blitz or something? I'm like maybe it was a I later think it was. one. It was yeah. It was it was nuts. Um, God, I love that place. By the way, I got an email this week from Cidercade that I won a free a uh, free uh, uh, pass. Oh, nice! Like well, I, I earned a free pass, and I'm like. Well, um, not going to Texas anytime soon. So, you know, no, it's great. They, 
I miss that we uh, went there once and had because the, they all they all have all their handmade ciders and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, but they have and they had one uh, the uh, ectoplasm, which is just oh. this like bright green like Ooh. like almost like toxic like colored like. And it was a yeah amazing place. I love it. I love it. I love it. Might as well have been TMNT Secret of the Ooze branded. It's that color. It's it's great. <laughs> yes, that's yes. awesome. That place was great. Um, uh, one last. I got a little tip, quick tip here. Um, that I learned about today. Apparently, if you are in, uh, if you have the new Mac OS, I just I just finally updated like not too long ago, and uh, and you you want to remove a background on the picture. You don't even have to open it. If you right click and there's these um, quick actions, I didn't know they put in here. You can create a PDF, convert image, remove background you can do. And I did a couple really quick ones. Uh, let's see. Here's, here's me and Missy at wrestling uh, a couple. No, I need to do this the other way. Here's me and Missy at wrestling. It's mostly good. There's a guy kind of invading me behind me. I mean, these are very busy backgrounds. Here's me out of the five guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that worked out that well. Perfect. That was, yeah, it's perfect. It well, like, you got like, the stuff in your glasses. No, I, I swear I was completely on my diet this day. No, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Uh, here's a wrestling one. Um, and uh, well, it mostly worked, except he's got an arm in a in a. Uh, that's why he's so good at wrestling. He's got, he's got his own. Arm. He's got his own extra arm there with the sign. Yeah, you yeah know? he can pat himself on his back. So that was a nice thing. I mean, this is pretty much akin to like the you know you can hold down on an image and uh, in iOS and and, and save it. Um, really handy because a lot of times for wrestler graphics, I need this. I need this so bad <laughs> to make graphics. If you work in the wrestling business, you know what I mean. Um, so so definitely uh, check that out. Um, if you do have the newest, what is it? Oh, Ventura, I think is the latest Mac OS. I'm not even sure. Yeah. It's like I don't know. Yeah, fine. Stop bugging me. I'll upgrade. You know, and I haven't even upgraded both computers because I'm not crazy about this whole situation here. Where oh I can't pull up two windows at the same time. What are we doing with this? Um, so I haven't entirely figured that out. And I got a, I got magnet to snap things, and it gets it's still like I want you side by side, and I can only do that when I like full screen, I guess. So I don't know. Still, don't get me started on the control panel. Holy <laughs> shit! Um, all right, Eamon Merlin, uh, it was so much fun. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank you for having us. Fun time as always. One more time. Where can they find the show? You can find us uh, at a gay and his MB on all of the social media platforms, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We do a lot of stuff on particularly Instagram and TikTok. I've been getting into memes. I've been trying it out. Um, <laughs> um, but on the newfangled thing memes, the, you know, um, but and then we're on uh, all the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, proud uh, uh, part of the Sorgatron Media Network. Uh, go check us out and listen to us. We have a new podcast out every Friday. Sometimes we do two a week and we do Friday, Saturday, but definitely every week we'll be out on Friday. So be sure to look out for that. There you go. And of course, Katie, Kate Marie PGH on the Instagrams. Yeah, check out hopefully some new photos. This will be Hopefully, exciting. we'll see. I have no, I've done no reconnaissance for. I just started to look at where the venue is and everything right now. So I think I just, I sent you, it was like what to do in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And it was like, producer from smackdown was like what? one of the most famous people from yeah i think it was like somebody one of the producers from smackdown was from oshkosh wisconsin and that was like it um <laughs> every time <laughs> i look up stuff for oshkosh it's just like here's some restaurants would you like some more restaurants how about some more restaurants i'm like 
What? So, it's the Midwest. There's nothing to do but eat. We're on a lake, but I don't think it's going to be nice enough to enjoy the lake. So, the <laughs> a water. I'm already wet. Um, mm. uh, Chilla at Chilla on the Twitters and everywhere else, and John Chilla on the Facebooks. Yes, where uh, you can ask him about his uh, hammer. Uh, we'll talk hammers. <laughs> or cats or retro gaming. There you go. At Sorgatron on the Twitter for all my adventures as well. And actually all the social medias and uh Sorgatron uh at uh twit.social. And you can ch- actually follow, because I never mentioned this in the beginning, awesome cast at sorgatronmedia.social on the Macedon Fediverse. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next time. You have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. Yeah.